0: I feel like a mistake that people make when starting a podcast is they don't tell anyone about it. Like they're very hush hush and they're hoping that people are going to stumble upon it in their favorite podcast app. Welcome to the Equipped Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Laconi, and I am a business and branding strategy coach, multi six figure CEO, and I'm obsessed with empowering female entrepreneurs. If you are looking to walk through entrepreneurship equipped with the business skills, strategies, mindset, and well being to sustainably grow your business, then you are in the right place, friend. My goal in this podcast is to teach you the life lessons and the strategies that I have personally learned over the past decade of being an entrepreneur. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of She Gets Me Entrepreneur Chat on topics guaranteed to boost your business growth and income. If you're ready for tactical skills mixed with some sisterhood real talk about the world of entrepreneurship, then let's make it a date weekly and take this journey together. Have you been on the fence about starting a podcast and if you just had the steps, if you just knew where to start, you would probably have one launched by now. Well, as you may know, I started this podcast in March of this year and it was quite a new venture for me. I knew nothing about starting a podcast. In fact, I never planned on having a podcast until about six weeks before I started working on it. It just became this light bulb. And I knew that I was supposed to have a podcast. But I didn't know where to start. So I had to do some researching because I will tell you while yes, you pretty much need a microphone, you need a platform to host it. There are other parts of it that if you really truly want to make this an experience for people and you want to attract the right people and have listeners, period, there are things that you want to know. And so I've done the research and I figured why not just create an episode for anybody who is thinking about starting a podcast and just doesn't know where to start. This is something that I'm able to help clients with. I've talked to a few who have aspirations of starting a podcast one day. And I love that I'm able to turn around and show people how to do it because I did it. And I'm here. And it's thriving. So without further ado, I just want to talk about 10 steps to starting a podcast. And some of this can feel very technical. So I'm going to glaze over the things that really would benefit you to just have a call with me so that we could walk through it and I can show you exactly how to do it. it might take a couple of calls as a client, but I will also link anything that I'm talking about in the show notes so that you don't have to go find it in terms of equipment, in terms of where I got music from, in terms of my podcast hosting, I will link everything in the show notes for you to be able to easily locate it. The first thing you wanna do if you've made the decision to start a podcast is you need to brainstorm. You really need to decide, is this to bring in new leads for your business or is it just for fun? Now it can be both, it's both for me. But you need to be clear about that because if this is to bring in leads and or at least bring awareness for your business, there are things that you want to consider. So first of all, title is important. So make sure that your title is something that represents you, your brand, and your ideal client. You want to make sure you know who your ideal listener is. It's going to likely be the same as your ideal client. What are your goals for podcasting? Is it just see what happens? I will admit that was mine in the beginning. I was like, I have no idea what to expect. But I, as I started moving forward, I was like, you know what, I would love to be able to monetize this meaning I would love to be able to reach people who find out about my business and they hire me. How often will you release episodes? So in the beginning, I only released one episode a week. And I would recommend unless you have plenty of time and you have someone editing your your episodes that you start this way. However, I will tell you, there is power in releasing two episodes a week. But unless you have a team, I will tell you from firsthand experience, it's a lot of work. It's like going from one kid to two kids. It's like a different world. So there was a period of time where you might have noticed that what I was doing two episodes a week. And I will tell you, like my listeners, the count went up, but I got stressed and I was like, nope, this is not why I'm doing it. So I'm back down to one for now. I do see the value in doing two. I think when you release two episodes a week, it puts you more in a light of just being more of an authority. But I would not recommend anyone start that way unless you have the time and you have a team that can help you with that. That being said, When we're talking about episodes and what days of the week, you want to also think about that as well. What days do most people or do you listen to podcast episodes? For me, I release them on Mondays, but I know a lot of people who do Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. Some even do Fridays. I would not recommend the weekend. Most people are not listening to podcasts or at least not as much. What will the style of your podcast show be like? So is it going to just be you talking Are you going to have interviews or is it going to be a mix? Mine is a mix. And then how long on average do you want your episodes to be? Now, keep in mind that a lot of times people do not have a very long attention span. So my goal is always 20 minutes or less, although it doesn't always happen that way. Sometimes it's just the appropriate amount of time to get across what you need to get across and nothing more and nothing less. So some of my, all of my interviews are usually 45 minutes long, if not an hour, but a lot of times my solo episodes, I try to make 20, 20 25 minutes or less. You wanna keep in mind the fact that people are usually listening to it in, on a commute, they're listening to it as they're multitasking, and a lot of times people don't have 60 minutes to listen to a podcast episode. So that is some of the brainstorming that you need to think about up front. The next thing that you want to do is to design your cover art. Now, you may be able to do this yourself. You can do this in Canva. It's a free app. And there's even templates for podcast cover. If you just Google, oh, not Google, or just do the search in there, podcast cover, you'll see templates. You can edit them. You want to have a color scheme that represents you that you're going to stick with, okay? So if you love reds, make your cover art red. It does not need to be busy. I would put your photo on there, a good high quality photo so people can connect your face to it. And it needs to be, I would not do a lot of cursive. I would just make it very plain so that it stands out as people are scrolling for podcast. You want this to be nice if you can't create it yourself, you can go in Fiverr, you can, you can work with me, you can find somebody who can do this for you, but this is not something to slap together. It really does need to be high quality and it needs to look good. And I don't say that about everything, but I'm going to tell you with a podcast, this has the power to make or break you because these people are coming across podcasts and they don't know anything about you. So the first impression is this cover art. And if it's not clear and it's blurry, they're going to scroll right past it. And that doesn't mean anything when it comes to your content, your episodes, but they won't even get that far. So it's really, really important to make sure that you have very nice, classy, and simple podcast art. The next thing is you're going to need music. Now, i Maybe some people would say this is picky, but I'm, I'm here to set you up for success. Most podcasts have music that's played during their intro or outro of their song. It needs to be royalty-free music. It's a one-time purchase, and then you have the license to broadcast it in your episodes. And so there are different places where you can purchase it. Some, I think you can even get free music, but you get what you pay for. So I did, this was so fun for me and I spent way too long on it, to be honest with you, because I love music. And so there are different sites you can go to. Audiojungle.com is one, Premium Beats is one. There are different ones. I can't actually even remember where I ended up getting it from, but by the time I write the show notes, I will figure it out and put that in there. Um, in my opinion, it's one of the most fun parts of starting a podcast is finding music and having it represent you. It's just fun. And while it's not necessary, I would say you should have it, if that makes sense. It's it's just something that really helps with the the feel of a podcast and really separates the beginning, the middle, and the end. The next thing is setting up your recording space. Now, you don't have to have a studio to record a podcast. You can do it in your home and still have good sound quality. It, the, the important thing is to pick a space that's not echoey. And so I have a very, very tiny space in my house that I actually work into. I don't have a large office and it works perfect for recording. So you want to avoid hardwood floors if possible, windows. Um, you, anything you can do to kind of absorb echoes and sounds, you you guys, there's so many people who record podcasts in closets for a reason. And so do not feel like you have to have something huge or this recording studio. You really do not. You just need a space where it can be as quiet as possible. Also recognizing that it's okay if, there's a background noise every once in a while. Like I think more and more people just want realness when it comes to this. You're going to need a microphone. That is one piece of equipment that is non-negotiable. Um, you don't want to be speaking into just your laptop. There are people who use AirPods. There are people who use corded earbuds. I invested in a microphone Mine is called the the Yeti, the Blue Yeti, and I will link it after I finally figured out how to use it, which nobody else is going to have this problem. I just literally lacked brain cells at the beginning, and I was talking into it backwards for I think the first 10 episodes. I love this microphone. It was around $100. It's the biggest expense that I made, and it really makes a big difference in the quality when people are listening back to it. So if you can invest around hundred dollars for a microphone, this one is a great one. You can invest in headphones. Well, I'll tell you, I don't use headphones, um, but you can use headphones if you want to just to block out other sounds. You're going to need a recording software, something that can record your episodes, like what I'm doing right now. And so there are so many free options. I know people might know of GarageBand. It's free for Mac users. I use something called Audacity and it is free. It works on Mac and PC and it's super easy to use and you don't have to really be super smart with technology with it. I'm sure that GarageBand is the same way. I would recommend one of those two. They're free. You do not need to pay anything unless you want to for something different. The next thing is you need to sign up for hosting. So you need, just like a website needs a host, so does your podcast. It needs to live somewhere. So there's several options. What I use is called Podbean. And I can't even remember how expensive it is, but it's not very expensive at all. I ended up paying for a year. In fact, I have a direct link that should save you something. I'm saying that and now I don't even remember if that's true or not. But I'm going to put the link in there. By the time I write the show notes, I'll be able to tell you if you're saving something or not. But it's really an important step in starting a podcast where your host is because it's where you're going to upload and schedule your episodes. And then it automatically releases your episode to other platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google, et cetera. So a hosting site is non-negotiable. You can't have a podcast without one. Like I said, there's different, there's several different options, but I use Podbean. Then you start getting into recording things. So the first thing you're going to record is a trailer, an intro, and an outro. So when you have your hosting set up, one thing to know is that you have to have at least one episode live before you're able to submit your show to Apple and other platforms. They wanna be they wanna see that you have something before they approve it. And it can take up to two weeks to approve, although mine took I think twenty-four hours. It was very, very short, but it can take up to twenty-four hours. So that's just something to know for timeline. This isn't something you're gonna do at the last minute, especially if you're promoting like a launch day. You wanna actually go ahead and submit it and let it it doesn't mean that you have to promote to tell people about it, but it will be there before you actually Release the date out to people in the name of your podcast. So what you can do for that first episode, however, if you don't want it to be a full episode, is you can create something called a short trailer. And you can publish it through your hosting site like Podbean. And so this can count as your first episode. And trailers can be really short. And I mean like a couple of minutes. It can be a quick introduction of who you are, why you're starting a podcast, and what your audience can expect. And that can be it. And that can be your first episode that you have to submit in your host to be able to be approved to all those platforms, which I would recommend you go ahead and submit to all the platforms. And Podbean makes it super easy to connect to each one of them. It'll list them all out for you so you don't have to think about it. And you just do follow the instructions, submit your first episode, which can be your trailer. And then it will let you know when you're approved. Then the final thing, or not the final thing, but right after that is submitting your show, like what I was just saying. And so you can submit to so many different ones, everyone that you've thought of. And um, I would highly recommend that you do that. Again, you can have your trailer be your first episode. Then after you have your trailer uploaded, and even before you're approved by them, you want to start to record your launch episodes. So one thing to keep in mind is that it's really suggested when you launch a podcast that you launch with three or more episodes at one time so they can binge your podcast right away. So think about a new show that you love, like on Netflix or on Amazon Prime or on Hulu or on Apple if there was only one episode to watch, you would be pretty bummed and it's the same concept. And so a lot of times you'll see new shows that come out, like they'll they'll give you the first three and then after that you have to wait week by week and it actually drives me crazy, but it creates this FOMO and this connection where you like cannot wait. And so you wanna try to have at least three episodes already recorded and you can then schedule them out to go on your launch day. And you'll schedule them all on the same day. So if your launch day is, you know, next Monday, you would schedule all three of those to go on, on the first, on your launch day. And then that's how you're promoting it, which moves me into number nine, which is creating those promotional graphics and starting to talk about it. So I feel like a mistake that people make when starting a podcast is they don't tell anyone about it. Like they're very hush hush and they're hoping that people are going to stumble upon it in their favorite podcast app. And that will happen, but you have to talk about it beforehand to to really bring excitement. So, what I did was I had a 2-week period where it was my pre-launch period and I personally reached out and I asked people to be a part of my I call them ambassadors. People who I felt could champion me and could cheerlead and to talk about this. And there was a giveaway involved, you know, like if people know that there's a giveaway involved, a gift card, they'll, they'll share it. And so I made graphics that said, you know, this, this podcast is coming out on whatever day it was. I think it was March 6th. And, you know, this is what it's going to be about. Here are the first three episodes that we're going to launch that day. And I gave them the titles. I just started to tease it over the course of two weeks. I didn't say all of it on the first day, but over the couple of days a uh, couple of weeks, I even had audio clips. There's a great website called headliner.com. It is uh, I can't think. I, I think it's free up to so many in a month. and you can create these audio clips if you've ever seen podcasts, on social media where they pull clips from the audio and they even have like the, the words and the captions. That's, that's where I get it from. And so it's really, really important on the front end of pre-launching to talk about it. Don't make this a surprise. There's, there's really no benefit in that. I know it can be super scary. Trust me. It was one of the scariest things for me to announce that I was launching a podcast, but I just did it and people were so supportive. And then the final thing is to celebrate it, to actually launch it and just to continue going. Okay. So you want to talk about it every single week. When you have a new episode, you want to talk about it. You can build content around it. You can create those audiograms, like I was telling you from the headliner, or you can Send it out to an email list. You can, there's so many fun things about having a podcast, but what I will tell you is that so many people stop. They stop because they feel like they have nothing else to say. And that's when you just need to create more bite-sized content. You don't have to say everything in one episode. You could probably take one idea and make five different episodes about it. These can be short and sweet. When I realized the statistic that most people never make it to their 10th episode, I was mind blown. I was like, why would you go to all this work only to quit this soon? The thing about podcasting is it's the same as anything else, you have to be in it for the long game. In the back of all of the hosting sites, and I can speak specifically for Podbean, you'll be able to see the analytics. You'll be able, you can never see exactly who is listening to your podcast, but you can see where they're listening to the times of the days, and you can see how many people are listening to it per day. And that informs you on what type of content is popular so that you can create more like it. It's very. Helpful for me in knowing what to talk about on here. And so those are 10 steps that are very high level. But if you are really serious and thinking that you want to start a podcast and you would like someone to actually work through the strategy with you and show you exactly how to do all this stuff, you can book a discovery call with me. It's free. It's 20 minutes. We'll talk about your goals. And then from there, we can decide whether a one-time 60-minute call would be enough for you, or if you would want to work with me more on a continuous basis to really flesh out your entire concept of a podcast and get it launched out there with appropriate promotional graphics and strategy. So I hope that this was helpful. Hey, if you know somebody who is interested in starting a podcast, and this would be beneficial to them, make sure you share it to them. Hey friend, I hope today's episode equipped you with what you need to feel inspired to take action or even change. And if so, I would be so grateful if you would leave me a review and then share this on social media with a friend or a colleague who could benefit. So much of what I share, if not all of what I share, is exactly what I've walked through. So I relate to you more than you realize. And hey, if you're craving more and are ready to connect beyond this podcast, I'd love to encourage you to connect with me on Instagram. That's at Elizabeth Licoque.